Welcome to this week's episode of The Versatile Writer. This time I'm talking about building a community. And when I say that, I'm referring to it in the context of business, social media and podcasting. Some of the ways I've garnered a community, maybe you can do too. On the other hand, there may be ways you've tried that work better. So, if that's the case, why not share them? I'll mention how you can do this a little later on. Clearly, building a community need not be only viewed the way I've suggested. You can consider making friends your community, or a support group, or network. I see community as those people surrounding you, whether that's in work, family, or your social life. I see community as the people who want to be associated with you or what you're doing. You might have a really tight community, or people that come and go depending on whatever the nucleus is they're drawn to. It can take a while to build a community, because it takes a while for word to get round. In the case of business, for instance, that's because people need to know, firstly, what you're offering, secondly, where you're based, and thirdly, how your product or service can benefit them. Once those three are answered, only then will your business community begin to grow. This can still take some time even after those questions have been answered too. In the case of podcasting, which has really grown in the past few years, listeners have a lot of podcasts to trawl through before they find the ones they have an affinity with. There are a lot of podcasts out there and it's not an easy task. However, once they do find it and subscribe to it, this is where you begin to build your podcast community. Let's start, first of all, with podcasting. Now this is my newest venture, although it is already almost two years old. The Versatile Writer has evolved in that time, as it began by interviewing others and sharing that content. However, over time it became clear that sharing my own experiences, thoughts and worries within the world of writing and being a writer was a better way for me to proceed. I still carry out the odd interview, but mostly the podcast broadcasts my experiences with storylines, characters, writer challenges and writer accomplishments too. If you're a regular listener, you'll already know the reasons why I pulled back from having guests a while back. But in time, I'm sure it'll happen again. In fact, some things are already in the pipeline. I recently attended a worldwide podcast event highlighted to me by my sister, Susie Buttress, of the Casual Birder podcast fame. Of the many messages I took away from the podfest, one of them was about building a community from your podcast and for your podcast. One of the suggestions was a Facebook community group. I had heard this a few times. My sister has one, a few writing podcast buddies have one. But for some unknown reason, I didn't consider one for my own podcast. I made plenty of notes from this podfest and intended to look at them over the following week. For me, when I attend something like that, I have to let my mind absorb the information before I do anything about it. Processing can be slow sometimes. That might be due to whatever else is going on in my mind or in life, or I might just be having a hard time focusing on it. In the following week, I gave thought to the group and then focused on the other things I got from the podfest instead. A day or so later, completely out of the blue, my daughter asked me why I don't have a Facebook group for my podcast. I couldn't answer why I didn't have one and recalled all the information from the podfest about creating one, so I decided, yes, I ought to be doing this. Therefore, I created one called 
The Versatile Writer Podcast Group. That's The Versatile Writer Podcast Group. I'd love for you to join it. Details are in the show notes. And that's another thing I learned from the Podfest too, having show notes. That's the credits, if you like, and the call to action. I've taken on these suggestions because it's intended to make the podcast feel more professional and since The Versatile Writer is an extension or showcase of my business, it makes sense to do that. Within The Versatile Writer podcast group, I'll mention the current week's podcast topic and ask questions pertaining to the podcast, which I hope you'll listen to, and then open up a discussion, which I hope you'll participate in, The idea is for a community to build and converse with me and each other. This community is likely to be interested in podcasts and creative writing. That's the plan anyway. Earlier on at the start of the show, I suggested you could post your thoughts on ways to increase your communities. You could join the Versatile Writer podcast group and share them there. If Facebook isn't your thing, alternatively you can reach me on Twitter at SJBWrites and post them there. Business is the other community I've been trying to build. Building my business community is likely to be referring to those who have purchased from it already or those considering purchasing from it. As you might be aware, I write novels and non-fiction. I also design and deliver creative writing workshops. I ghostwrite and I run several community groups for writers. One in particular is a coaching group. In addition, this year celebrates for the love of books Decade Trading and I think that's a great reason to highlight its community. Sometimes building business communities doesn't work out properly and that's no reflection on any specific person. For a few years while I was studying at uni alongside running the business, I decided to begin a regional business networking group. I've hosted and run many business networking groups in the past And for this one, I'd done heaps of research, got lots of people interested and set down some aims for the group too. I'd just about prepared the logo, the fees to join and the location it would be held at when Covid happened. A few weeks into Covid and it was clear from responses that many of the business people who had shown interest before were either losing their businesses, ready to retire, so used Covid as a handy reason to do so, or were too worried what COVID would mean to them to consider splashing out by becoming part of a newly established networking group. Clearly, the community didn't go ahead as planned. In business, stuff like this happens a lot. Not the COVID part, of course, the decision part. Often people show lots of interest and then suddenly when it comes to the crunch, they run off and that happens for many reasons. Sometimes personal reasons, or it might just be because of the mood they woke up in on that day. It's okay though, because when these things do become established, people are less worried and come back. Covid, however, was an unseen entity nobody could have predicted, so I don't feel too sad at this stage. It's something I'll consider again in the future though. Social media is the third area I'm looking at in this episode of The Versatile Writer. Social media has been with us since the mid-2000s. I was late to Facebook in relation to many other people. I was drawn more to Twitter and have been with it since 2011. When you consider it started in 2006 and Facebook in 2004, it was still quite late. However, not one to follow the crowd just because. 
I decided I needed a reason to join both. Twitter, for me, was down to curiosity, and Facebook was down to, if I don't do it now, it might never happen, a.k.a. am I missing out? I think I made the right decision because aside from the original Twitter posts from celebrities telling the world I'm eating a banana, things have become a lot more interesting. For a start, from a business and podcasting point of view, both platforms are a great and free way of promoting your wares. On Facebook, aside from my personal page, Sarah Bannum, I have the business page, For the Love of Books, and I run several groups too. The previously mentioned The Versatile Writer Podcast Group. I also run Writers of Essex, kindly supported by the Society of Authors, and one for fans of the TV show Firefly called Shiny Firefly Fans. I'm also a member of another 20 plus groups too. A side note here is that while we can be members of several groups, it's worth going through them every few months or so to ensure you're getting out of them and putting into them what you want. Rather than being a member of a hundred groups and them just blocking up your social media feed, wouldn't it be better to have a handful of groups that you regularly participate in instead? It's probably about growing a community at the same time as growing a worthwhile community. If people get something from it, then it's worthwhile. Blocking up feeds is a pointless endeavour for everyone involved. Social media is probably the easiest way to build a community. You generally friend or follow your existing in real life friends and family anyway, and then their friends. And then you network with others based upon content in your post and shared topics of interest. So there you have it. Those are the ways that I've built communities within three areas of my life. There is always, as you might imagine, ways to improve and extend your communities. And with bigger communities come more people with interests that are similar to your own. It all takes time, effort, energy, patience and perseverance. The more people within your community, the more people who are likely to share your message, whether that's in life, business or your podcast. I hope some of this has helped you with your own community building. I also hope you might check out the Facebook groups I've created. As a reminder, they are 1. The Versatile Writer Podcast Group 2. Writers of Essex 3. Shiny Firefly Fans If any of those Facebook groups appeal to you, do have a look. I'm interested in connecting with you. Until next time, thank you for listening to The Versatile Writer with me, Sarah Bannum, on the topic this week of building a community.